Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Robin Robinson Show. How you guys doing today? Anyway, I hope you guys are doing well. You know, every day is a good day as long as you wake up. <laughs> anyway, today I want to talk about something that I am realizing in life that it happens not only to other people, but it happened to me too. When is it safe for a kid to tell a parent that they're not comfortable with a step-parent? Most of the time in real life, you guys, when a child comes to a parent and says, I don't like someone, there's something to it. But a lot of times, parents dismiss it and they act like, oh, the child is a problem and they don't believe anything that the kid is saying. Well, I know that for a fact because um, it happened to me when I was a kid. And I find it so much easier now since I went through therapy and um, being sick. And um, I don't know. It's just something about sickness, you guys, that allows you to be free. Free to say what you need to say without any of the embarrassment and the shame that people will look down on you and they'll view you as somebody that wanted something like that to even take place with a kid. And I can't see that happening, to be honest. But, you know, when they say sexual abuse, sexual abuse is not always having intercourse. It can be different things that can happen to a child growing up with an adult. You know, there are some adults who want to visually see the kid naked and stuff like that, which is a shame. But, you know, it's happening so much with with step parents is abusing children that are not their own, not only sexual, but verbally, physically. It's just a number of things. And when I think about stuff like that, you guys, it makes me angry. It makes me so angry because of the fact that, you know, when you go to a parent that you expect to be able to protect you, to keep you safe, and to let no one hurt you. And when the parent doesn't come through for you, now that's a hard thing to have to deal with as a child. Everything you tell the parent, the parent relates back to the step-parent. And it's hard because you don't feel like you have a safe place, you guys. I know when it happened to me, I was in a daze, I gather, because I never let that stop me from trying to live my life because this step-parent I'm, I'm speaking in regards to used to verbally abuse me. You know, when people would come by and they would say, oh, that's your daughter? And he would say, oh, no, that little bee is not my daughter. And, you know, I looked at it face on and I looked him dead in his face when he said this to me. And whether I knew it or not back then as a kid, it seemed like it didn't bother me, you guys. But as I gotten older and I look back, he's no longer with us today, you know. And I still 
have mercy and sympathy and empathy for this man. I treated him better than his own children treated him. And the reason I say that, you guys, because he has conveyed it to me many times. And you know what his story would be with me? I owe you so much. And, um, you know, you treat me better than my own daughter, which was a fact. I knew that. But you know what? I don't know if it was the God in me that kept me as a child because at one time I hated him so bad. I wished him death, you guys. I used to lay in bed at night because he, my mother wasn't in her right mind. Like I said to you guys, she was a weak woman. I mean, sure, you guys, she came across as a strong person at some time in her life, giving advice to her children, which I never followed because I felt like if my mom was sick mentally, how could she possibly give me advice that I would want to follow? I'm going to be honest, and I know that sounds a little cruel, you guys, but I was not only a kid, but I was like a little adult taking care of a parent. So I had the sense and the logic when most kids my age didn't have it, I knew what didn't feel right to me. I knew what was uncomfortable to me. And I knew he didn't like me. And at that particular time in my life, I didn't like him either. So, you know, fake exchange is no robbery. But when you're a kid, you expect your mom or your dad or somebody to come to your rescue. But when you have a mom that was ill... She couldn't come to her own rescue, much less mine. And you know, it was almost like I was alone all my life when I was growing up as a little girl, having to deal with her and her husband and her children. It was hard for me. But somewhere down the line, I was able to pull through it and just do what I needed to do to survive. But you know what is so funny? Because I look back on my relationship with this particular person who's no longer here, and I was always good and kind to him when nobody else was around him, not even his own kids. I would go by his house with my friends because I felt like he couldn't hurt me anymore. He couldn't beat me. He couldn't verbally call me names. He couldn't try to look at me sexually. He couldn't do none of those things to me because I was an adult. And if he had tried anything like that, me being a grown-up, he would have lived to regret it. Trust me when I tell you, you guys. But I was kind to him. And I often wonder in my mind, why was I so kind as an adult? You know, I gave him a pass. And the reason I gave him a pass, because he never touched me sexually, okay? I gave him a pass, but I didn't give him a pass for everything else he did to me and my mom, you know? But... Years later, I always said in my mind that, you know, well, Robin, you know, he met your mom, she had a kid, and he was a young man. He didn't know how to deal with a kid, um, and, and nor did my mom for that matter, you guys. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, she didn't know how to deal with a kid. I was her mom. I was telling her what to do at 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, <laughs> you know. Um, and, and like I said, she was very weak. And, um, you know, I, and everything she was, I tried not to be in my life. And don't get me wrong, you guys, I loved her. I loved her in my own way. And I gather she loved me. But the thing of it is, is that I just didn't respect her. 
I mean, you know, as a parent, you you want to be loved. You want to be respected. You you don't want to be feared because, you know, fear to me, it's just it doesn't have a place when you're raising your children. I mean, some people might disagree with me, but I would rather have my kids love me and respect me than to fear me, you guys. But you know what? I just realized that she was a weak woman and and I remember growing up in my life, you guys, everything that was about her, I fought against it. I didn't want to be nothing like her. I, thank God I didn't look like her. I mean, you know, she would always tell me. Now, see, it's one thing when you got a step-parent that's abusing you. It's another thing when you have a parent that's abusing you, too. I'm laughing, but I'm not really laughing, you guys. It's a nervous laugh that I have sometimes, you know. But I remember I had just turned 40, and my mom said to me, she says, you know what? Something happened. I can't remember you guys but something happened where I was on the phone with her and she was yelling and screaming and oh she was going through the motion that was the mental part of her bipolar I don't know just so many things that was wrong with her you guys and I remember her telling me biggest day and I will never forget it until I go to my grave you guys and it was at the time when she said it it didn't hurt me but years later I sat down one day and oh my god it 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 touched my soul she said to me I should have flushed you down the toilet you guys and when she said that to me let me just say and I, I remember it like it was yesterday you know what I said to her I said ma if you had to flush me I wouldn't have known it anyway and it was the truth, you guys. I mean, how would I know? <laughs> you know, I mean, but, you know, things like that. And when I brought it to her attention years later, she 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 said she never said it. But trust you me, she did. But, you know, something coming out of a, uh, a mother or father's mouth like that can really do a lot of damage. Thank God I was 40 years old and I was happy in my life and um, I knew right from wrong and I knew that I was not going to follow in her footsteps because there was nothing about her that I, I wanted to imitate or emulate, you know. I just wanted to be a woman that was able to have a voice and to speak her mind and not be uh, afraid of, of the consequences. I mean, I realize now that uh, sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. But, you know, I thought that would be a good topic today because there's just too many kids that are afraid to have a voice because they're afraid of not being heard. And not only not being heard, but when you have a parent that's not, that's not even into her own kid, be it a boy or a female, they're just into themselves. And you have to wonder where do the kids go from there? Do they go out in the street and they live their life and they just get into all kind of trouble and have behavior problems? Well, in a sense, I did that. I mean, I had a home. Don't get me wrong, you guys. But I didn't feel loved. I didn't feel like I had a mother or a father because my, my dad was in Puerto Rico at the time, living his best life, so he thought, until he came back to United States and then he had to deal with me at some point in time because I had a lot of questions. I wanted to know what happened with you and my mother, why she hates you so much. And every time she looks at me, she will never let me forget that I look just like that no good son of a biscuit eater. Let's just leave it like that, you guys. 
but I just couldn't understand it. And you know, when you when you around somebody that's supposed to be your parent, you look up to them. And well, you know, I really didn't look up to her, you guys, but I'm just saying what a parent in my eyesight would be. She was my mom because she gave birth to me. She wasn't my mother because she did for me. It's a big difference, you guys. Anybody can have a kid, but it's what you do when you have this kid. You have an obligation and responsibility to stand by that kid, to take care of that kid, to nurture that child, to make sure that child grows up to be a, a productive human being in society. And to do your part as a parent, you guys. I didn't get that. So when my dad came back into United States, I went looking for him because I had some answers. I mean, sorry, some questions, you guys. I wanted to know what was going on, why she hated him so much. And she never let me forget it because every day of my life, she taunted me in her way, especially being mental, mentally ill. She made me feel like I was a slave and I was put on this planet to do for her and only her. And if I if I branched out and did something for some other lady, she had a fit. She was very jealous. So, you know, I wanted to know what happened between these two. And when I finally got some answers from him, first I asked her, you guys, she wouldn't tell me. I went to one of my aunts and I said, can you tell me what the story is? Because, I mean, I'm 18 now. I want to know. And she said, go ask your mother. And if she doesn't tell you, then I will tell you. So I did. I asked my mom. I said, mom, what's going on? What happened? I said, don't be ashamed. Whatever happened, ma, just know one thing. I'm going to love you regardless. She told me she didn't want to talk about it like she does everything else in this life. So finally, when he came back, I went to his sister's house and my grandmother's house. And uh, my grandmother didn't speak a lot of English, to be honest, you know, at that time, just coming over here too. And, but his sister did and, you know, his family. And I said to him, I would like to talk to you. And he looked at me. He didn't want to talk. I said, no, you're going to look at me in my face and you're going to talk to me and you're going to tell me. You want to answer my questions, I told him. So when I was very forceful, you guys, he wanted to sit down and talk with me, you know. And I asked him, why does my mother hate you so much? Why? What happened between you two? So he told me the story. But you guys, I'm going to do a part two with this, okay? Um, because it's really serious and it's deep. And, um, you know, and, and I think that if I tell one part of a story, I need to tell part two. So, um, you know, you guys, part two is coming up very shortly. But anyway, you guys, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. And I love you, love you so much. I just love you. I can't get enough of loving on you guys. And you guys know what I say. Things happen in everyone's home. Bye.